Let's get down to brass tacks. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can. I'll write it and we'll do it live. channel ladies and gentlemen coriander tonight we're doing something interesting and we have patrick with us yeah. how are you guys doing good good all how right are you? all right i'm 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 doing really really well and i just want to say first of all patrick thanks for joining us uh for tonight yeah. yeah um and this is a nice change of pace from last week's episode which <laughs> which which Cori- Coriander almost did not make it through the episode, um, and and yeah. I can't say I can't say I don't blame her. It was a rough it was a rough watch with uh, Don't yeah. Go in the Woods. So tonight yeah. tonight we are back. We're back, baby. All right, let's see who we <laughs> let's see who we, let's see who we have in the chat. Uh, we got Neon Black, my man Neil himself, saying, hey guys, I'm not sure I've seen this one. If so, it's been a really long time. All right, man. All right. Uh, Lamar's in the chat saying, I'm here. Good evening. The Night Watch. It's the Night Watch. <laughs> I, like, I like that. Rusty's in the chat saying, evening zoners. <laughs> What's going on, man? Oh, I like that. Yeah. And Lamar loves the Jason hat. He loves the Jason Thank hat. You. Yes, man. I'm always wearing it. <laughs> Jake, Jake's in the chat saying good evening, all. What's up, Jake? How you doing? Hello. All right. And Chris is in the chat saying, hey, all. What's going on? Welcome, welcome, Hi. welcome. Yeah, welcome aboard. Yes. Uh, and also, let's see. Oh, we got Jennifer's in the chat too. What's going on? Howdy, duty, everyone. <laughs> howdy, 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 Jennifer. Right. Hobbs. And, and my man Hobbs, he's in the chat saying Bubba didn't do it. Right? <laughs> yeah. Right? He didn't. Poor guy. <laughs> yes. Uh, Lamar saying, This is a good one. I seen this 20 years ago. That's awesome, man. It is. Awesome. Yeah. Well, let me let me start off by uh, prefacing this. Um, I had not seen this one. And uh, me and Patrick, we were talking right before we went live, and I was just letting him know. And for some of you guys that are newer to the channel, just to let you guys know, too, for our Slasher Movie Club uh, episodes, Coriander, Coriander and I decided to kind of let fate, you know, uh, guide us. And what we did is, um, from the Teenage Slasher movie book, uh, which I had gotten, uh, I don't know, months ago or whatever, we figured, because this book has so many uh, slashers in it, uh, talking about the history of slashers, we decided to let the book kind of guide us as far as what we would talk about each So, it's been kind of a fun thing. We've had some, some interesting episodes, but we've also... And I know I can speak for you too, Coriander. We've also found some really cool gems that we had either not Definitely. seen before or hadn't seen for years. And this is one of them. This was a good. I'd never good seen this, movie. so this is the first time for me. Yeah, man. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I saw it like a few months ago. You had just nice. seen it a few months ago? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Hop, Hop sent me a copy because um, we were talking about scarecrows not being a, in a scarecrow movie. And so he told me about this one, and so he sent it to me. Right, right. Well, let's do this, and I'll, I'll get back into the chat too, but let's just talk about this movie, how it started off. And Coriander, I'll start with you, and then I'll go to Patrick. Um, wh- what did you think about how this movie started off, like the atmosphere and the tone and all those types of things? 
I mean, it started out where you had Bubba and little Mary Lee out in the field, just mm-hmm. chilling, making each other little flower necklaces. And yeah, you could obviously see that Bubba had some, you know, pro- you know, issues. And, mm-hmm. you know, this little girl was sweet. To, you know, their relationship was innocent and sweet until mm-hmm. this friggin' piece of shit Otis comes around. And yeah. He's like spying on them when they were out there, which was kind of creepy. It's like, right? what the hell is he, you know, even stopping to watch these guys for, you know? It's like, right? yeah, yeah. yeah it it I mean, started was, out good. It really did. It was setting up a nice a nice little story and, and it had me interested. Had me. This movie yeah. had me interested from beginning to end. And also to mention, it's a TV movie. And, it uh, is. And, and, it's really I mean, good. Yeah, it, it really is. And we'll talk about some of that stuff, too. But how about you, Can Patrick? I just say, too? Well, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Well, I just think little Mary Lee is, like, one of those girls that need to be on that, well, in the Child Actors Club because she's, like, she was so great in this movie. You know, she was, I just think, just like little uh, Daniel Harris was for Halloween. You know, this mm-hmm. little chick, yeah, she was great in this absolutely absolutely and and how about you patrick what were you thinking about um the movie as it started and how it was setting up things well the first thing that jumped out at me when i was watching this movie like i i know it was made for tv but i was uh pretty amazed by the cast because they mm-hmm. had hitters for the day back in this movie mm-hmm. uh, i mean you had charles durning and lane smith i mean they weren't they weren't you know people you normally see on TV at that time. And so for them to come out and do this movie, that was sort of like caught my attention right away. Right. Um, I agree with Coriander, the little girl and um, and Larry Drake who played uh, uh, Bubba, uh, they had some real great chemistry. Um, mm-hmm. Very sweet. It's a very sweet relationship, very innocent. And um, yeah, I, I, yeah, you could definitely see they had nothing but love for each other and a very good point. Yep. Yeah. I think that that's a good point because you could see that that they just enjoyed each other's company. It was a very innocent thing. She cared about him and he was very caring of her. And, you know, it, from the beginning, you, you can see the writing on the wall because Charles Daring playing Otis, Hazel Rig, um, you can just tell that 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 things are not going to go well. And he was very, very good in this villainous role um he was yeah he really real was. Quick, just to ca- just to catch up to the chat too uh, as we get into the meat of the story uh jake was saying doing good man i watched dark knight of the scarecrow last night hadn't seen it in years wanted nice. to prepare myself for the live chat that's what i'm talking about <laughs> man good we for appreciate you that. we, we right? appreciate that this is exactly uh what we had intended the series to be something that where we we would pick a movie and hopefully have others watch it along with us uh in the week before the episode thank you so much we appreciate that uh frank's in the chat what's up frank saying what's up night watch crew keep killing it hello all right frank you guys keep killing it too man great channel the hard truth cryptomeria is in the chat saying i haven't heard of this one i never heard of it either gotta check it out yeah. yeah. Yeah, you have to go check this one out. Yeah. It's a, this will be a staple for your October watching. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, Jake's saying, oh my God, I want that book. Yeah, it's a pretty cool book, yeah. man. Uh, I got it, it off is. of Am- I got it off of Amazon. And again, um, just to show it, it's uh, right here. The Teenage Slasher Movie Book. So it is pretty cool. Um, Lamar saying, y'all, I feel old now that y'all say that, but there's a few Scarecrow movies uh which is weird but this stands out more and stuck with me as a kid yeah yeah well the thing this looks creepy already yeah yeah, yeah it was saying? it had creepy yeah. moments for sure yeah what were you saying patrick no i'm gonna wait for that because i think you probably have that as a a, a, a hot topic or a you know hot shot i don't okay. want to I I yeah i don't want to spoil it okay um, but yeah, so Coriander, as we get into the story, we see the relationship with uh, Bubba and Mary Lee. It's very innocent, very cool to see. You know, and that's the other thing too I want to say, and I'm, I'm going on a tangent here. But you know, when you're watching a movie and you see something like that that's just positive and innocent, 
it's just it's ref- to me anyways it's refreshing to see those types of things Definitely. in a in a in a movie you know especially nowadays but anyways yeah we see the scene where she wants to explore as young kids like to do going into a neighbor's yard that has all these these fountains and beautiful uh statues and all that and bubba doesn't want to have anything to do with it he's like i can't go in there i'm going to get in trouble and this and that and you knew right then and there something bad was going to happen take me through this scene and what you were thinking well even before we uh get to that scene right where otis goes to uh harless's house and drops him off the mail and tells mm-hmm. him how he's seen you know little mary lee and bubba in the field and that you know nothing good's gonna, gonna come about it and you know his hate and ignorance is just it's it's terrible and the yeah. fact that he's picking on bubba is just mm-hmm. ridiculous i mean this mm-hmm. guy's just a piece of shit and yeah in this scene you know and of course he gives the mail and drives off and and then, uh, yeah, he even warned poor little Mary Lee, you know, you shouldn't go in there. You know, it's yep. not your yard and blah, blah. If I went in there, I'd get in trouble. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, I'm going to go. And yeah, next thing you know, this dog comes out and you knew right then and there that it wasn't good. And right. if anything, once that dog started attacking her, Bubba saved her. If he didn't go in and get her, that dog yeah. would have mauled her to death. So he saved yeah. her. Yeah, he he, yeah, bro- he was he, a hero. He, he broke through the fence to go in and save her. He did. And and the other yeah. thing too is that this movie, obviously, you know, it's it's a made for TV, it's a TV movie, but um, you didn't see any of the attack. But the way that the scene was set up, you almost yeah, could envision it. You know it. what I mean? Right. So this movie was very subtle, but effective. Yeah. What did you was. think of that? What did you think of that, Patrick? I, I liked it. I mean, you know, he definitely established Otis. You know, he came, he comes by Harless, and you know, and he uh, he's telling him what's going on, and you know, and they've already done it once before. You know, that that was established too that they this wouldn't have been the first time they chased Bubba or or after him. Mm-hmm. And Harless thinks this is going to be another. You know, they're going to go tune him up. But uh, Otis, by this time, he doesn't want just a beatdown. He he wants it. He wants to be permanent. Yeah. And Harless is like, well, wait a minute. I, I mean, I'm, I'm prepared to go some places, but I mean, I'm not prepared to go that place. Right. Otis gets all bent out of shape and he leaves. And the scene with the with the fence, you know, at that time, if you really think about it, you know, we think the little girl is the leader because, you know, because she, she sees more, you know, like she's telling them what to do, you know, making all the suggestions. But and really, in actuality, you know, he really was more the adult than we than were led to believe. He actually made some really common sense uh, decisions, right? Like not going in that broken fence house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, we don't see how he rescued the girl, but given given his size and probably the desperation, I don't think the dog came out uh, very well at the end of at the end of it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I agree. Um, and it was just kind of a sad thing because you know he went in to save her and then he. Um, he tells he tells the people he says i didn't do it bubba didn't do it and you could tell he's distraught and again larry drake was really good uh in this role and obviously larry drake has you know done a lot of great things a lot of great character um uh parts and so forth but he was so convincing in this role that you just get super invested in what happened even though you don't see what happened but you totally buy into um you know w- what's going on and you knew it wasn't going to be good. And after that, of course, you see him kind of running through the fields and, and, and uh, he knows that they're going to be coming after him and so forth. And he gets to his mother's house. And um, that was, you know, Mrs. Ritter. And that was a pretty um, it was kind of a sad scene because you could tell she loved her son. And, yeah. you know, she, she was worried about his, his welfare. She knows that he's been, you know, picked on and bullied and hassled. Uh, by by these guys, Otis and these these different guys, Skeeter and and uh, all those guys, but um, you just know it's not going to end well. Coriander, at this point, um, being that you had never seen it, what did you think was going to happen, or or should I say, did things play out the way you thought they were? You know, I didn't know what to expect in this scene because, I mean, Otis is such a piece of shit, but I you don't realize how deep and 
crazy he really gets towards the end of this mm-hmm. and yeah so it's a good thing his mother was well if only he chose a different place to hide right because right. she's like remember the hiding game go mm-hmm. and play it and you know he went running and hiding and yeah i mean these guys they they were just a lynch mob waiting to just find any reason to take this guy out and this is it so nothing was going to stop him so yeah right, right. yeah i, I got to admit even though you know you you know the name of the movie and so forth i did for whatever reason i didn't expect him to hide where he did what patrick what did you (laughs) what did you think about it well it was obvious that they had done the same thing before they had they had used that same trick but this time what they didn't count on uh mrs ritter didn't count on was that they brought uh dogs Mm -hmm. that was the that was you know they brought honey dogs and that was a game changer because the dogs were able were, were able to track him down and um yeah i mean it almost worked it almost worked right uh, until, until otis walked up to it you know yes um, and then uh and then you know but i mean yeah, yeah definitely yeah see he had already been doing that once be you know several times before because he knew exactly what to do and for him to have that memory ingrained on him that conditioned behavior it had to happen a lot of times mm-hmm. so he could understand it and do it and uh yeah, it was it was pretty it was pretty freaking heartbreaking actually. Yeah, it was. And at first, I was you know as they were coming up to the scarecrow, and I was kind of looking at it. I was like, well, maybe he's not there because it really it really looked like nothing was in there until you know you did you did see his eyes and so forth. And again, you know, Larry Drake in this um, this movie, you know, he had a limited uh, limited screen time, but when he was on screen you know he was just really really effective in this role like you said it was absolutely heartbreaking and um i you know again i just i just couldn't believe how it was going down i'm like they're literally going to execute this guy and it's like and for what you know what i mean exactly i mean if you look at his face you can bring the face back back up i mean look how look how awesome that acting is by larry drake you cannot tell yeah. me looking at that face right there that he isn't feeling terrified and it absolutely. radiates from him it radiates absolutely that's i a, agree that's a great scene absolutely and 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 that was one thing about this movie too and, and then i'll get to the chat in a second but it was so effective at getting these emotions out of you you know without doing a whole bunch of stuff i mean obviously all three of us love horror movies and we've seen different types but this movie was so uh reserved in 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 a way you know what i'm saying but so effective at the same time and it was actually very refreshing because you know last week uh, when we had done our don't go in the woods episode that movie started off with like three like three deaths like in the first five minutes you know and so they but they, they didn't resonate yeah <laughs> right right nothing it wasn't resonating because there was no character development the acting like you said patrick nobody connected with you like larry drake connected with you in this movie he was only on screen for like what 10 12 minutes or so something like that and and right up to the point where they're about to execute him i literally my heart broke for the guy i was just like this is so not yeah. cool um yeah but real quick too in the chat catch up to these guys uh let's see <laughs> and slasher fred was saying <laughs> my name is not bubba it's durant robert g durant yeah he was good in that role he really was rusty saying uh the feel of this sounds a lot like a scarecrow centered indie horror slasher film i just bought called husk Ooh, you have to let us know if that's a good one i haven't seen that one yeah. Uh, Hobbs saying this is a fantastic motion picture. Had the pleasure of meeting the cast at a convention. That is nice. awesome. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Jennifer saying he played a great piece of shit though. Charles Dury. He did. Oh, yeah. you know, he you know did. what's so effective was that he went against type. Because back then, during his career, he always was playing the good old boy or the or the good guy. He yeah. never played a role like this, and that right. was what really uh, made him so much really effective. Because, wow, I never seen him act like that before, and it was like, you know, the the you know the hair in the back of my neck literally rose up. I mean, because yeah. he was he was he was ferocious. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. 
Uh, Neil was saying there are several made-for-TV movies from back in the day that are very effective horror. Salem's, Salem's Lot comes to mind. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Great movie. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Jake Jake was saying Larry Drake was an awesome actor, not only in this movie, but also Dr. Giggles. Yes, that was a good one too, man. Um, but once the execution happens, again, it's it's really sad, and uh, you know, you, your heart breaks for Bubba. Um <clears throat> But then we see that they're on trial, and they have this little court trial. And well, even before that, right? Like when they they just get done shooting him, you have that guy who comes on the radio who's like, "Yeah, you know, the girl's okay. You know, right. Bubba didn't do anything to her. You know, I don't know if that yeah. was said, but it was just the girl was fine, and it wasn't his fault. You know, they right. found out that it was the dog, and yeah." Right. It, and also, I think, I think most of that blood. See, that's what I mean. I think most of that blood that was on the little girl, it wasn't her blood. I think it was the dogs. I think that he, I think Bubba killed her, the dog to, to to save her life. Could be. She wasn't bitten. I mean, they would have mentioned she'd been bitten, but she wasn't bitten. Right, right. And also, once once they find that out, Otis, you know, being the slimy guy that he is, he grabs that pitchfork and puts it in in Bubba's dead hand. And then that's that's the whole setup for them saying that you know they were uh, they killed him in self defense, which is ridiculous when you think about it. You got four guys with guns, and here's Bubba with a pitchfork tied to the stake. You know what could you really be afraid of? But anyways, and how many times was he shot supposedly? Like like, like twenty uh, quite a bit times. It's like yeah. okay, guys, that just doesn't make sense. Yeah. But hey, it's a movie, Ooh. so we'll just roll with it. Uh, but you yeah. know while. Otis is is under oath, and he he talks about that they did it in defense because Bubba had a, the, uh, the 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 pitchfork, and they were scared and all this type of stuff. It's just totally ridiculous. And of course, uh, they get off on the technicality because there was no evidence against them. So that's the setup. That's the total setup for this story. Now comes the vengeance. The creepy. Yes. So so the so creepy Korean... scarecrow. Yeah. yeah. So yep. at this point, at this point, Coriander, take me through um, what you thought of how the movie progressed as far as the creepiness and each person in this group dealing with, you know, uh, things occurring. Yeah, I mean, it was great because you had Harless first who, you know, saw the scarecrow and then that evening shit happens and he he ended up like what? Falling in like a meat. What was it like a, a wood, chip a wood grinder? Chip, a, or, a wood, yeah, wood yeah. And it's like you know you can see throughout this movie how each one of these guys their paranoia gets you know to the point where they're like yeah almost blowing their cover and running to Otis saying hey look we're seeing the scarecrow and shit's happening and yeah it, it's like a mystery you don't know really. You know, at least they don't know what's happening. They think it's like the lawyer doing it, but right, no. Right. You know, so, as as we all say, an eye for an eye. Yeah, and and so that's that's one interesting thing about the movie too, because they easily could have had the scarecrow, you know, however they would have done it, as far as being right there doing stuff and showing you that it was definitely Bubba, but you don't know you don't know if it could be the lawyer or if it could be the mother or if it could be someone else or what have you and i think having that ambiguity is is really really cool because it's just up the creep factor these guys are so damn paranoid and as a viewer you're getting paranoid too because you're like what's going on when will i see what happens you know The fact that Otis is like going to to poor Mrs. Ritter thinking it's her. I mean, that's just ridiculous. It's like this poor woman's been through enough. It's like, leave her alone. Right, right. How about you, Patrick? What were you thinking uh, as these things are happening to the guys? Yeah, you you know you saw you know they had they you could definitely tell the, the, who the link link was the link the the weak link you know Robert uh, played uh, Skeeter. You could yes. definitely tell that you know that anyway it was gonna crack. It would be him. He cracked like a bad bad egg, and so he definitely <laughs> could tell that. And um, you know it was just sort of strange how they you know the scarecrow went after you know he went after uh, Otis's buddies in the rank of, the, uh, of of how strong they were, how close they were to him. So mm-hmm. Harley getting killed, 
it just made the it weakened his relationship with the other two right. because because uh, Harless was was more his friend so it sort of started to alienate Otis you know as, as right then and there and the yeah. fact that yeah you're blaming the the old the old lady the mother for the for a killing it's just like it shows you how much uh, it weighed on his conscience um mm-hmm. uh, and so, uh, no I shouldn't say conscious because he didn't have any I say right. it just weighed on his you know um you know his fear of getting caught I should be it's just say yeah yeah I mean he just started blaming everybody under the sun and it really if, if nothing else too it really showed his further descent into into evil you know because like you said yeah, he's blaming he's killing people yeah he's, he's Towards blaming, the end. yeah and he's he's blaming the mother and that was a great scene too I mean Charles Durang was really good in this role and this movie had a lot of great scenes where first of all it really feels Halloweeny it's yes. very very atmospheric it's one of those movies where I literally felt like I was like there like like I felt like I could feel the the wind and and, and the scenery in that time of the year um and he was just fantastic as the villain but let's let's go to that scene where he visited Mrs. Ritter that was creepy too because she hears noise outside of her door and you know it's at night and you know she's got the fireplace going so again the atmosphere is really good and he sure enough does you know come up behind her and talking about you know what's done is done you know let it go we're even now and all this and i'm like this guy is a real piece of shit oh after he killed harley yeah harley man he he died a horrible way that was a horrible that was shocking for a TV movie. I mean, a wood chipper on TV movie in the 80s? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. something you didn't see every day. Absolutely. Absolutely. And Coriander, with, with this scene, because I know for me, it, it, it caught me by surprise, too. What, what did you think of how this scene played out? Well, I mean, he pretty much terrified the woman to the point where he killed her. You yeah. know, she, had a, she must have had a heart attack or something. Yeah, she did. And yeah and i mean the look on his face because he's like after he's like i think he was like saying her name and she wasn't answering mm-hmm. and he was like it's just he's what he blew up the house it was yep. like yep turned wow, on the gas he, yeah he's just yeah he's just evil he, you know he's the worst man i'm telling he you he was really bad i'm like i mean look guy. at that face yeah right yeah go ahead patrick what you gonna say? I was gonna say it, it's a sort of a shame because if you really think about it. I mean, you know, because Skeeter and 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 Philby, you know, they they got they they had it the worst. I mean, yes. they got it the worst. I mean, of anybody in that movie. I mean, they I mean, got caught in a wood chipper, and then uh, then he went to Mrs. Ritter, and then he said, okay, leave it alone, and then the scarecrow is still on his mission, and um, uh, and then he goes after Philby. And uh, again, it was like, where did that come from? I mean, where do these scenes come from? Because they were really, really strong for like, again, I can't get over, I can't emphasize this enough. This was a made for TV movie and these kills easily rivaled anything on the screen at that time as far as 80s horrors go. Yeah, yeah. Really did. Well, in that scene where, where, you know, he can hear all the noise and, and, and the hogs are going wild and, and all that type of stuff and i knew right right then and there is like man this is not gonna end well and he goes into uh he, he tries to start his car off and leave and you know again these are just little things but i was like okay smart guy instead of just hanging around and investigating like um you know like most people would is like get out of there but of course the the car doesn't start you know like like Har- harless was investigating and looking around it's like no dude something's about to go down you need to get out of there he tries to do that but the car doesn't start so then he goes into the grain silo and yeah. as, soon, as soon as he did that i was like oh no stupid move man yeah and, and sure enough he gets locked in there and then the machine comes on and the grain is falling down on him and i was like wow that is a horrible way to go yeah and that silo was empty and so yes. he, had, he had a long time to think about what he did i mean it wasn't yes. a quick death it was it was you know he was yeah i was gonna he, he died horrible 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and one thing that that I didn't mention too is when uh, Harless had died, you know, Otis was telling the guys like, hey, you know, he was drinking, it was an accident, and and this and that. And then they were basically like, well, who turned who turned the machine off? And Otis was like, well, it just it probably just ran out of gas. And so then you see them go up to the machine. And they stick the handle uh, of uh, okay. you know whatever it was a shovel into it to see if there was any gas in it, and it was full. They said the gas yeah. was full. So at that point, again, it was a very effective scene because it's creeping you to hell out. I'm like, yeah, you know, so someone, someone or something <laughs> did this, right, Coriander? Yeah. That, that was a great scene. Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah. Uh, real quick too in the chat, we got my man Eric's in the chat saying i haven't seen this one yet but nothing creepier than a scarecrow yeah i i agree i i absolutely do agree um jake was saying that scene was so sad yes she had a heart attack was surprised um they had gotten jocelyn brando yeah and we were going to talk about that too yes absolutely um hobbs saying it was very effective uh, because there was little to no gore as well that's true enough yeah yeah, yeah, there was really no gore. This movie it, didn't need it at all. No, not at all. I was just about yeah. to say that. It didn't need it at all. Um, but then we basically come down to the last two. It's it's Otis and Skeeter. Coriander, <laughs> Skeeter is ready to, he's ready to, <laughs> he's ready to jump ship. I can't blame him, though. Like, he's, he's like, right? let's go to the cops, let's confess, and all of this. And it's like this, this big tug of war at this point, because Otis is like, no way no how we're not gonna confess we're not gonna give ourselves up we're going to he, he said we got to finish this to the end and he's starting to talk about getting the little girl mary lee because she he's now he's thinking she has a part in this and i'm like this guy is evil incarnate what's going on coriander what do you think of that scene when they go to the cemetery to see bubba <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that was a great scene. You know, they were digging up his grave, and he made Skeeter go down there to open up his casket to see if he was there or not. And yeah, the way Skeeter reacted was priceless. I mean, you knew, holy shit, that, yeah, it was him all along, and y'all are fucked. So it was great. But, but, But the thing that got me, too, in that scene is that Bubba's body was there. Right, and yeah, and and, and, Skeet, and the look on Skeeter's face told you everything you needed to know without showing the body. What did you think of that, Patrick? I thought it was very effective. Well, I want to go back because there, we missed a, a important critical scene. It was was at the Halloween party at the school, mm-hmm. and that is when we actually started seeing what Carl, what, what who uh, Otis was really all about. Because at the beginning of the movie, he was accusing Bubba as having you know being a, a, a sexual predator. And at the school, we really find out that it's not Bubba, it's Otis. It's Otis who right. wants Mary Lee. And he, you know, and that was really, because that really never was inferred until then. And then mm-hmm. at the school, and then uh, he's talking to her, he put his hands on her, and then the security guard walks up there and tells him to, you know, like, you need to go back to the party. You right. know, that way, and the, and the security guard wasn't taking no for the answer. He mm-hmm. saw what he thought, and, you know, and that was alarming. But that's when we saw that it was Otis that was, uh, uh, he wanted the little girl for himself and it was jealousy that was driving him, not fear, not not, right. not, you know, not self-righteousness, but it was him, he was a predator. Right, um, right, right. Yeah, and that was really, and, and there's one thing too, I don't know if you, you mentioned this or not, but one of, the, one of the interesting things about this movie is that Otis never changed his clothes. I know. I noticed that too. <laughs> he, stayed that, he stayed in that postal uniform the whole damn movie. He never got out of it. He wore it to the damn Halloween party. Yeah, he did. It was almost like his dad. It was almost like his, it was his, it was his, uh, he wanted to be respected. So it was yeah. his, it was his, like, pseudo armor. Like, I'm yeah. your postman. I'm above reproach because I'm your postman. But right. it was really interesting that, and I, I kept on thinking, well, like, I wonder how the post office is feeling at seeing this movie. Because yeah. <laughs> we're like, this is. I mean, we're not talking like fake outfits. We're talking like he had a full full postal jeep, and his uniform is the U.S. Postal Service. <laughs> right, right, absolutely. 
we got Mr. Bones in the chat too saying, "What up, peeps? What's going on, man? How you Hi, doing, Mr. Bones? Welcome to the chat, man." Um, Eric saying the creepiest scarecrow movie moment I've seen was Otis and Tiny pl- posing as them in House of a Thousand Corpses. Yeah, that was a creepy scene. That's a good point. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that one. But um, you know, so so obviously they see that Bubba is in the casket. And so, you know, again, it's just kind of like it's making you even myself, even at this point, I'm thinking to myself, okay, well, you know, I'm not 100% sure on what's going on here. And I'm still really interested. And and the movie really kind of carries carries you through that, keep you invested into what's going on. Because, you know, there's this element of revenge, the element of supernatural, and obviously the element of it being a slasher. So Skeeter sees the body and the game plan for him anyways is to go and confess and otis really made made it seem like okay we'll do what you want because skeeter was about to run off and of course otis is always thinking of otis right so as skeeter he's like well we got to close the casket we can't just leave it like that we got to cover it up in this net skeeter goes down in into where the casket is to close it up and sure as shit otis lifts up that shovel and hits him upside the head and i'm like (laughs) wow this guy is going all the way and if you think think about about it yeah that's crazy because it's not like he hit him four or five times and jumped in there and made sure he was dead he hit him once and then buried him alive you know so that's worse Mm -hmm. so yeah it was a crazy scene and let's just say he ended up getting his just a few minutes later so yeah. Well, be, well, but well, well, before we get to that though, he 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 does that to Skeeter, and then he's driving off, yeah. and he's drinking. Oh, that's right. He's yeah. swer- swerving all over the road. It's at night, country roads. He's drinking. Yeah, friggin' Mary Lee. <laughs> yeah, he he sees Mary Lee in the road, and he stops. She runs off into the field, and then he basically goes full bore in his his uh, postal service uh, vehicle through. The field and i'm like dude you you could literally run her over like you're not even paying attention but um patrick this is basically the finale of everything i mean (laughs) we knew it it wasn't going to end well for him but what did you think of how they crafted this for the finale i personally i don't think he suffered enough that was the one thing i I felt a little bit robbed Uh i felt a little bit robbed because because he's the one that instigated it he's the one that pulled the trigger and yet mm-hmm. all three of his, uh, his comrades actually died worse than he did. Yeah. Felt a yeah. little robbed at that. I was going like, you know, he needed to be really, he needed to, he needed to suffer more. Yeah. And that was just how I looked at it. I'm like, wow, yeah. that's it. You know, I, that was, the ending was a, just a slightly bit underwhelming. Though the chase scene was good, where he jumped mm-hmm. into the, uh, where he jumped into the, uh, uh, the harvester and was chasing him through the with the harvester and that was good because okay. you know i was thinking all right you know yeah you know run his ass over that'd be a, that'd be a good scene right um, right but unfortunately they didn't do that and they just went with the with what the, they were they went with what they would originally planned yeah well i do I, I will say this though there was some some poetic uh justice to it in a way because when he's running away from the harvester and I, I thought, too, he was going to get run over, which would have been good in a sense of it being, you know, like just desserts for him. But, you know, the fact that as he's looking back and that's the other thing, too, I was saying to Coriander, it's like if a harvester is coming after me, there's two options. One, <laughs> go to the left or the right. Yep. Hey. And number and number two, don't look back. He's running and he's looking back and run. It's like, dude, it's coming yeah. for you. I'm sure you can hear it. You don't have to. And there was pumpkins everywhere. Yeah, so you could trip, which he did. So, well, he did, but I really thought, like Patrick was saying, I thought he was going to trip on the pumpkin and turn around, and the harvester was going to run him over, and he was going to be like, no, no, and then it was over. But I think the way they went, there was a little bit of poetry to it because as he's looking back, he turns to the front, and then boom, the scarecrow is right there, and the way that the camera angle is, you don't. You don't know what happened yet and he has this look on his face as he's looking up at the you know the head of the scarecrow and it's just a look of, again charles during was great in 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 in, uh, in this role and then as he steps away and you can see it more in the camera you realize that he got 
he got stabbed by the pitchfork that he had put in the hand of the scarecrow. He was the one that did that, you know, so he basically died from that. But I thought well, what was cool about it, though, is as he, he went down to his knees and he was looking at the scarecrow, he didn't say anything, but it was almost like he was like, yeah, this is this is this is my upcomings for, for this, you know. And um, so I think it was although it wasn't like a, a bombastic kill. I agree with you on that, Patrick. But it was a little bit of poetic in a way to me because it was like because he saw the scarecrow at the end, whereas yeah. the other guys, the way that they got killed, it was always a question of what's going on. I, I, I'm going into the wood chipper because I lose my balance because I think someone's here. And uh, the other guy in the grain silo, he hears noises, but he never saw the scarecrow. Otis no. came face to face with the man that he wrongly killed. So I thought it was, yeah. it was very poetic. Um, let's just see what we got going on in the chat as we uh, finish up here a little bit. Uh, Jennifer was saying too much Bubba hate. Yeah, there was too much Definitely. Bubba hate in this movie. He was a good guy. Uh, the was. Wolfman. Wolfman's in the chat saying, hey, everyone, what's going on? Hello. Uh, Phil Phil is in the chat saying, love this movie. For a made-for-TV movie, it's stacked full of stars. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Wolfman saying, I actually haven't seen this one, but need to. Absolutely. It's a great movie for October. This is, you know, and I I suppose we're officially starting our October um, with this movie. And it's a great way to start it. It's a very atmospheric movie, very subtle, uh, great acting, great scenes, great atmosphere. It, it is a very I'm so glad that uh, you know we, we decided to watch this but yeah. but at the end though and, and I guess at some point we had to know you see Mary Lee who's just kind of chilling out and then yeah. Coriander I'll, I'll, I'll let I'll let you take it from here what did you think of that final final shot uh, of Bubba I mean it was it was a creepy scene you know, she she took his hand, and it was almost like she, you know, was almost I don't know had like a hand in in all this, at least in this killing. You know what I mean? Because yeah. she knew, she knew who the real monster was, and that Otis right. was yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah because it was great. He, he, yeah, because he handed her a flower. And she was like, you know, thank you, Bubba. And she's like, well, now I can teach you a new game. It's called the chasing game or whatever. So it did yeah. make you wonder is like, you know, how much Mary Lee might have had in in all of this. You know what I mean? That it was kind of a creepy ending. What would you think, Patrick? Yeah, I like the ending, too, because it, it's sort of like you, you sort of like get the impression that maybe that they're going to be working together in the future against other people like this. You know, it was sort of like a. You know, sort of like a, uh, you know, because he lost his mom, you know, she, you know, and she, you know, lost her best friend. Mm-hmm. But I think it, it almost sort of, sort of had a, a, it was, it was, I thought it was a little bit upbeat, a, mm-hmm. the ending was a little bit upbeat. I mean, you know, you knew that Bubba was still here, even though he was in ghostly form or phantom form or whatnot. Mm-hmm. So, but he was still here and, you know, and you definitely knew they weren't going to hurt anybody unless they deserved it. And I, I, I was okay with that, you know. I was saying, I was sitting there, okay, okay they're not going to be hurting any innocent people, right. only the people that deserve it. And that would have been interesting, you know, mm-hmm. to explore that down the line. But you know, it being a TV movie at the time, and no one really doing franchises, yeah, and it never, and it never got revisited. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and 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 to that point, I think you're right because uh, Mrs. Ritter had said that there are other forms of justice in this world besides the law, you know, beyond the law. So it kind of played into that as well, as far as this. And you know, we we just had talked about um, the Rambo franchise yesterday, and this whole concept of righteous vengeance, and and this definitely is a movie that um, plays upon that idea as well. Um, let's see. Uh, Lamar was saying, enjoy this so much, guys. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank we, we you. appreciate that. Absolutely. Uh, Slasher Fred saying this movie is very similar to a movie that came out in the 2000s called Darkness Falls. Yeah, Darkness Falls was a good movie. Mr. Bones loves it too. Yeah, I haven't seen it in a while, but I did enjoy that. Um, and we have a few fun facts too here, uh, Coriander Scott for us. So let's just go through these real quick. And then we'll finish up with you guys in the chat. Um, 
The first fun fact, I'll read these out to you, Coriander, but the first fun fact is the firing squad. Yeah, three of the guns didn't work when the posse shoots Bubba to death. Uh-huh, yeah. And also the next one being Lane Smith. Yep. Yeah, the character is first to die of the four uh, of the four men in the film, and in real life he was the first to die also. Yeah, I, yeah, that is that is kind of creepy. It really, really is. But I've liked him in a lot of different roles. Um, I mean, he was a good character actor. He really was. Um, our third one, uh, the writer cameo. Yeah, uh, JD is in the movie as the voice on the CB just after the shooting of Bubba. Yeah, he was the one saying, hey guys, call it off, you know, the girl's alive, Bubba saved her. I was just like, holy Bubba didn't do it. Yeah, Bubba didn't do it, you know. Um, Our next one, uh, 17. Yeah, this film was shot in 17 days. And it was originally supposed to be 18, but one day was lost because of a fire. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, and our next one is Hazel Rigg. Yeah. So the screenwriter saw that the name Otis P. Hazel Rigg was on a sign, and he liked it so much that he used it for the main character. Oh, all right. Okay. Um, and one of the last ones, uh, and this one I found, um, the Godfather connection, and I thought I thought that this was really really cool because um, Jocelyn Brando is the older sister of Marlon Brando. She played Mrs. Ritter, and I gotta admit I really enjoyed her character in this movie. Like every scene that she was in, I just you know you just have some of those types of actors, and and she was a really uh, a really good character actor too. Um, you just kind of gravitate towards them, and uh, I, but I didn't know she was marlon brando's older uh older sister until you know getting prepared for this episode and i was like well i guess that makes sense (laughs) you know that's pretty (laughs) awesome um and let's see what we got in the chat here too Uh, just a couple of other other things too um one this is actually the very first movie in the scarecrow genre this was the first movie that featured a killer scarecrow yep that's true and uh, Larry Drake, who played Bubba, he went on to play a similar role and was uh, nominated for several Emmys in L.A. Law, where he played Benny, who uh, worked with uh, Corbin Burson's uh, character. Oh, yeah. I used to love watching L.A. Law. That was a good, that was a good show. Yeah. Um, Lamar. Played Bubba. Right? Yeah. Lamar is saying House of a Thousand Corpses had me running out of the theater when I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, we got Mr. Dan in the chat saying, "What's up, guys? What's going on, Dan?" Hello. What's going on, sir. Yeah. Uh, and Lamar was saying, "Need to do a tribute to Karen Black trilogy of terror." Uh, that was an old one. Yeah, that's a good one. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But yeah, any any final thoughts on this one? I mean, like I said, this was a fantastic uh, movie, and I'm I'm quite surprised. And I can see this as being the type of movie that I'll I'll enjoy watching around this time for years to come i'm so glad i came upon it uh, any final thoughts for you coriander i'll start with you i really enjoyed it you know and like i always say i'm always one for gore and blood but this movie didn't need it and it was mm-hmm. you know still a really good movie and made for tv yeah yeah don't always you know go by that because if you go by it thinking, oh, it's going to suck, I'm not going to watch that, then you're missing out because, yeah, absolutely. it's really good. Yeah, absolutely. How about you, Patrick? Yeah, this is easily one of the strongest horror films I've ever seen uh, for a made-for-TV format. Um, like I said before, there was there were some big stars in this movie I mean, at the time that it was made. Uh, you know, even even the guy, even Robert Lyons was a well, a very strong character actor, very much well known. Uh, Lane Smith was, uh, uh, he was doing features at the time, and of course, Charles Durning, he was in a lot of A-list movies. You know, he was a very strong character actor as well, mm-hmm. and and uh, he always played the good guy. You know, he's always played the the good old Bubba type. You know, he actually played the you know the good old Southern boy type, mm-hmm. but uh, but him going against type like this. It, he was this menace personified. 
uh, it reminded me of, uh, I tell you what it reminded me of, it reminded me of, of it, uh, you know, Beverly Marsh's father, how, how utterly, completely sinister he was. Mm. And this is what really reminded me of that. I'm watching it, I'm going like, man, I've seen this before. And that's what it came up with. It's like, this, this reminds me of Beverly Mar- Mar- Marsh's father, how he's just super creepy and mm-hmm. very perverty. Um, just a great role, great movie. Yeah, yeah I agree. Uh, Dan was saying, still the best Scarecrow film. Great cast. Yeah, it was a really good cast. And and like I said, I, I really enjoyed uh, these characters. Um, Neil was saying, looks like it's streaming on Tubi for free, so I'm going to try and watch it soon. Yeah, absolutely. It's on yeah. Roku as well. And uh, I think that's where we had watched it. And um, yeah, so it is free and available, guys. I think it's a great movie to kick back, you know, at night with some some popcorn or a snack and something and uh you know for a nice october watch i really do uh rusty saying i remember it from being a kid usually avoid tv movies but this one was a cut above it really was yeah yeah it really was uh mr bones i worry about you bevy i worry a lot yeah (laughs) (laughs) nice nice it reference but anyways guys um yeah that's about all we have for dark knight of scarecrow great movie great surprise um, I really, really enjoyed it. Um, but let us know what you guys think in the comment section down below uh, about this movie. Did you enjoy it? Um, was it something that you had watched a long time ago? If if that's the case, definitely catch back up on it. Um, and also, please give the video a like. That would help support the channel. We'd really appreciate it. Uh, and also, we have to talk about what we are going to do for next week. Um, and Coriander, do you, you recall what we're going to be doing for next week? Uh, if you give me a minute, I can look. And Lamar saying, uh, have a, have a blessed night. Thank you so much, man. We, we appreciate that. Okay, so, yeah, I have Road Games. Road Games is for next week. All right. That's a classic. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Lamar, Lamar saying Kingdom of the Spiders. <laughs> we, 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 we hope to have Kingdom of the Spiders uh, by by this weekend. And like I said, Lamar, we're going to put up the uh, the info for it ahead of time. So we'll, you'll definitely know. You'll definitely know. <laughs> He's going to have a blast with that one. But yeah, so next week. Are you going to do the Swarm too? What was that? Are you going to do the Swarm too? We, we we have a couple that we've been trying to think about um, as far as, you know, animal-themed or nature-themed. But, um, yeah, we talked about The Swarm as well. We talked about a whole bunch of movies. I mean, and as you know, Patrick, I mean, we got so many <laughs> different movies that we're, we're uh, tackling. It's almost like we don't have enough time for it. But, uh, no. but, but we definitely are going to start uh, doing a lot of those nature-themed, animal-themed horror movies. Because uh, there were so many good ones it really was mm-hmm. yeah so anyways guys we will catch you guys next time thank you so much for hanging out with us and uh yeah if you're watching this if you're listening to this you are the night watch peace out Up-titch.